don't matter what your name is Share your story, we'll be waiting for What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the For the Haters podcast. Um, we have a special guest today. We have Adam, but before we let Adam introduce himself, I'm going to go around the room and let you know who is here. Um, we have Devin, who is our videographer and editor. What's up, everyone? We have Laura, who is our writer. Hey, guys. Welcome back. So if you guys haven't noticed, this is uh, our new setup. So... Um, Awesome. We have new mics, new setup. We're official. We're ready. We're rolling. All right. Um, we do have Adam. So Adam is a childhood friend of mine. Um, Adam, if you want to kind of just introduce yourself. That's that's it. That's all we need to know. <laughs> um, hey, everyone. I am Adam Heinemann. I am a performer, a Broadway performer mainly. Um, and I've been able to use that platform to do a lot of other things like wellness coaching and um, some producing and um, some counseling in some other areas. It's been a really remarkable journey so far, and I'm excited to see what other multi-hyphenate I will be in the future. Awesome. <laughs> um, so if you guys haven't done so, Adam's video came out last night or yesterday, and uh, it's it's pretty incredible to hear Adam speak to you know, the struggles in life and how to navigate through them and, you know, finding your passion and to going down this road and finding your purpose and, and dreaming and, and all that good stuff. So if you haven't done so, definitely go check out the video. We're going to speak to a lot of it here now, um, but there's a lot of good takeaway from that. To start off, Adam, if you want to kind of speak to a little bit more about, you know, your career and mm. your path and the things that you've gone through to get to where you are today. Okay. Um, I grew up, uh, you know, in a very rural area. Um, I think that um, being from a, a very small um, pond, as I would say, allowed me to take advantage of a lot of things. So growing up, I, I did a, a ton of things. Um, and I found a lot of interest in many things. And then I just kind of continued doing that. And through our education system, I think you're really um, encouraged to do a lot, to be well-rounded, as they say. But then you continue that trajectory. You go to college, you continue doing a lot of things. Um, but then you kind of get to a place of like, what am I here for? What do I do? You have to do something. You can't do everything because you can't do everything well. Um, at the same time, I've learned that um, that phrase, you can't do everything, is subjective as well. But you, you really can only do one thing at a time. Um, and it kind of brought me to a place of, of what am I really passionate about? And I kept pursuing the arts through my whole life. And I never thought I would pursue it professionally. But in college, there came this moment where... I um, was running track at school, and I got injured. Um, I tore a muscle, and I was in encountering the recovery process. I lost a lot of weight and kind of strength with that. Um, and I was also singing um, in choirs, and I was performing in musicals, and I had these, like, two 
lives on campus. And a professor of mine mentioned that um, now that I kind of like leaned out a little bit more, uh, she was like, you kind of have a, a dancer's body now. Like, what do you want to do? Like, maybe you should start training. And I took a long look at what I wanted and where I was going. And I knew five years from now I wasn't going to be in the Olympics. But I was, I, I was devoting so much time to the arts. And I was like, you know what? Five years from now, I could be on Broadway but it has to take the work now. And it's crazy, like, five years later, I, I <laughs> made it on Broadway. Um, so I think there, there's that um, linear story of, you know, kids well-rounded, has the dilemma of what do I do now? It came down to having the guts to follow my passions, yeah. You know, we kind of talked about it in the video a little bit, um, you know, you weren't always in the arts, you know, you didn't move to New York city and automatically start doing mm -hmm. auditions and taking auditions. Uh, you actually worked in the corporate world per se for a little bit. Um, if you want to kind of just t touch on that a little bit to talk about that turning point, you know, mm. when you did decide to pursue your purpose, your passion. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, I didn't have the full, um, I would say courage to jump out into it after college. I knew I wanted to do that, so I moved to New York. But then you encounter all of the um, responsibilities and the, the realities of being an adult, having rent, having to take care of those like bills, really. So I did what I thought was responsible. And I got that, you know, that job working in, um, fashion PR in a corporate setting. And I found myself excited by it, you know, and it's, it's easy to do that in a context where, you know, you could be like, Oh my gosh, I'm at, you know, fashion week. I'm working on this runway. I'm looking, I'm, I'm doing something kind of sexy. Um, and I think in our culture of like, FOMO and you can all, you can select what you show. It was easy for me in that time to be like, this is awesome. Um, but I think that experience was the biggest lesson I have that good is actually the, the defeater of your great. So it was a fine thing. Um, but it also wasn't my dream and i i talked about that story where i was catching up with a friend after like working about a year um in the corporate offices over here in midtown for this company this brand and i was recounting exciting things and she was like oh my gosh this is awesome you are living your dream like how does that feel and it really is so clear that moment of like accountability and awareness I had that it was so inauthentic. I couldn't say that I was living my dream because I wasn't. And there's a difference between making responsible, realistic compromises in your life. Um, when you pursue your dreams, like give it a go, 
give it a try. Give it your all and see what happens. Maybe you didn't get exactly what you wanted, but you're going to learn from it. But I didn't even do that yet. I said I was. I did. A, I already did all this training when I made that that decision to like drop the track team, you know, and then start being, like being in ballet class all the time. You know what I mean? Like that was a big switch. And here I am not like owning up to that place. Um, and after that, I realized, you know what? I cannot trade in my dream and call something else my dream. It's something else. And it's totally fine. You can live a fulfilled life making those choices. That's what we do as adults. Compromise is real in this world. But to call something else my dream just was inauthentic. So from that moment, I, I quit that job. I started working in hospitality. I started bartending. I started serving. And I started making it kind of happen in that like audition grind that is so like stereotypical. Like you go to New York, you wait table, you go to audition. You need to figure out how to um, make that um, that balance of being available work. You have to figure out how to be flexible with your time and make room for those opportunities. And, you know, as I started putting myself out there, I, I got fortunate. One, one door led to another and another. And between those doors was all of the work, having to show up, um, being diligent, being respectful, being on your game, being a good person. I don't know if we, if y'all talk about this before, but like half of any battle of living is being a kind, good person. Like it follows you everywhere. You cannot teach that in a way. And you can't, it, you can't like overlook it. It is so important because you can't do anything by yourself. If you're being disrespectful or rude or just like treating the world with like contempt or as if you're like better or using people like it catches up to you like you can't even celebrate your accomplishments without other people nothing is for yourself we can't live in a vacuum that's where I like get down to like um my what I believe is my purpose like living in connection it's so important so you you know to to piggyback off of what you just said and, and this struck me earlier when when we spoke about this there is a separation to you between passion and purpose and the way that you had described it for us was that purpose is something you know you're on this earth to do and passion is the vehicle or the vehicles that allow you to do just that yeah. can you sort of elaborate more on that for us and and you know, how and when you may have discovered the difference? Mm. I, I, that's a personal philosophy of mine. And, you know, people can think any, anything they want about these, these concepts. Right. But it kept coming down to me that, that there was this conflation between the two. And I think it's easy in the, um, arts to conflate that, um, because people are passionate about, performing i would even say like in 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 lots of different areas like athletes i would say athletes are passionate about sports is their purpose sports i don't know because they could get injured tomorrow 
and never have the ability to perform again, does life end? No, they still have a purpose. So then what? So I was like thinking about that. One, because it's hard in these streets and you don't get all the, the, the gigs you want. But then I realized I was able to be so fulfilled doing things. I looked at all of these these areas that I was working in and I found the best moments came in vastly different areas, but they all had the same connective tissue. The best moments I had waiting tables, those moments like sharing an experience for some customers, the most um, heartfelt moments I had talking to a family member or um, volunteering or sharing a narrative on stage. It all tapped into this thing that was the same reason why I was doing. So then I I started doing a lot of self-work and thinking about that difference. And it it came, came down to me that your purpose is your essential reason why you're here. It's what fuels you. And you get to, it's a get to, you don't have to. It's a get to you. It's a gift. You get to activate that purpose through your passions if you want. And you can activate that purpose, I believe, in every area of your life. And that's how you create consistency. Um, and if you're authentic, harmony. Yeah, I think that, that there's a interesting and amazing point behind everything that you say. Um, you know, finding and pursuing those passions it's like a snowball effect, right? You know, and I can attest to that through my experience with this whole thing because when this came into my life, everything started making sense. You know, Mm -hmm. I started enjoying the things that I wasn't enjoying before, you know, going to work, going to my job, you know, that it doesn't bother me anymore to do that because I have and I'm pursuing a passion of mine that is in the end my purpose. I I believe Mm -hmm. that I've, finally found what my purpose is and you know hearing you speak to it 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 just all makes sense you know it it makes sense that we're all here for something and it's unfortunate some people don't tap into that you Mm -hmm. know everyone has a dream everyone has this purpose in life and you know thinking about not having that or not knowing what it is or not pursuing things that bring happiness and bring joy um you know being a good person and just connecting people. I think our purposes kind of align in that sense. We're going about them in different ways. Um, but you know, it's, it's amazing to see the alignment of the end goal in general. Yeah. I think what's, what's exciting about that is when you start doing the work to really tap into your authenticity, to figure out your purpose, it starts being that filter for everything else. We talked a little bit in the video about um, the discernment of your nose and how important that is, especially as you continue your career, continue living, learning the power of your no and where that comes from. Um, it actually sets you up for what you truly want in this world. And I think about your purpose as a filter to everything. So if you tap into your your purpose on this world, you can look at every decision 
and be like, is that in line with my purpose? And it's easy. It's a yes or it's a no. And it, it filters out those things that you might be like, well, maybe it's a good opportunity. Maybe it's whatever. It's like, actually, it's not in line with my purpose. So therefore, it's not for me. I now have this magnet. And what sticks, sticks. And what doesn't, I let it go. It's not for me. Um, <clears throat> Becky and Adam, I think um, being in the arts myself, I can relate heavily to what both of you are talking about. I mean, um, I just graduated college uh, not too long ago, uh, <laughs> back in uh, uh, about a year ago, actually. And I went to school for economics. And I chose economics because I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm. I didn't know my purpose. I didn't have a passion, really. I mean, I played sports and I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my passion. Um, and that was until I picked up a camera. And that as soon as I, I touched a camera, I knew, like that's my passion and I wanted to make that my passion and uh, it became my purpose and that that's what brought me here. Mm-hmm. So I think um, finding a purpose in your life and finding something you're passionate about uh, is, is incredibly important to, to finding true happiness. You know, one of our taglines is people need purpose. You know, people need people, people need connection, people need purpose. And I think that one of the reasons why I find your story, this story, so particularly fascinating and that's not to discount anyone else's that we've had the pleasure of of learning about but your story relates directly to the three of us because in our own ways I mean we are pursuing the arts Uh, writing uh, you know graphic design videography I mean you know across the board we are we've come together as a team within the arts because we feel like we have this common goal this common purpose yeah and you know i mean it's it's it, it everything you're saying and is is exactly what we feel yeah it gets to like an exciting place to be and to live in you know we're not human doings we're human beings therefore we have to get to the idea of why we're doing it um i think people in the arts are kind of afforded a certain privilege that they get to do things that they're passionate about. And oftentimes what they're passionate about leads to discovering a purpose. Sometimes people just stay at that purpose level and then find disappointment with other things. But I think that people um, in the arts being able to cultivate this life around a passion project or a thing is special but it's not unique i truly think that every person has the ability to cultivate the masterpiece of their life i think living is an artistry each person has an artistic responsibility to themselves to cultivate this thing that is their life even through if their passion. they're not necessarily artistic is what exactly. you mean. Exactly. Okay. Through your purpose, you get to paint the the masterpiece of your life. So everybody is an artist. It's really exciting listening to you speak because, you know, you are able to use your words and put into perspective for people the things that we feel. Mm. Um, you know, for all of us, the, this life that we're living, this dream that we're pursuing now, you know, you're able to put it into reasoning you know Mm. and and that's uh, you know that in itself is is a beautiful thing i think i could you know sit here and 
talk and listen to you talk like all, all day <laughs> i mean i could listen to you sing it, it's, it's just it's it's just like super motivating to hear you know it's it makes you want to get up and just kind of do more and keep pursuing these passions that we have um you know because they are all making things happen they are making you know they're bringing happiness to mm-hmm. our lives and and to give someone else that ability to push them to do a little more to try a little more to take that leap and jump and you know go for it Mm. It, it's something that can be very powerful yeah there is such a small finite amount of time that we have um last year my cousin who was so close to me passed away and he was such an example of living passionately every day and being connected to the people that he loves and never never missing an opportunity to do what excited him and it's wild to think that sometimes these people that had that spirit that get it so quick and they get it so long young and live such full lives you know they're taken from us early but it's this weird thing to know that that they got to live with no regrets though um it's sobering in a way yeah and it's people like that that we wish could have a big like more of an impact Mm. on and a realization to people that you know life can be short life can be taken away and damn like some people are just like letting life pass by them yeah you know they're going home and People think I'm crazy because I'm constantly doing things. I'm constantly doing things with friends. I'm constantly doing things with people I love. And people can't live that life, but I do not regret it one bit. I do not regret putting that extra flight on my credit card, going, mm. to, going to that place because, man, these memories mean everything to me. Yeah, you can't take it with you when it's gone. Yeah. Um, and if I can, trying to encourage people to understand that you know, to, to enjoy life just a little bit more, you know, like these bad things come. We all, we all go through, you know, things in life that we think we're not going to get over or going to get through. And you do, you, Mm -hmm. you have to, you know, it's life's going to move forward without you. And you gotta, like, you gotta pick yourself up and you gotta realize how valuable that your breathing is, Um, you know, that you're, you're here, you're alive, you're, you have something to move forward with. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason. And the dreams that are placed inside of you, you know, they're worthy. They're for you to discover, for you to investigate, for you to share with the world, you know? I think each person has something to contribute. And um, we live oftentimes very tracked lives. We get on the agenda, we get on the plan of what I should be doing. And we don't um, take the time to evaluate what we've learned by living, you know? You can have all the best intentions and execute them, but maybe going on that specific path was supposed to teach you something else 
and there's no right or wrong answer. You have to do that work to know yourself, to be real with yourself. And I mean, finding your, your passion or your purpose or finding success and, and, uh, living a fulfilled life. That's not an easy thing to do. You know, um, it's, it's, it's a tough road. There are going to be struggles that you go through and there are going to be things that you have to overcome, but it's almost all worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that there's, there's an idea that, um, success is one thing or that it is inherently good that's that's removing it from everything else it's so complicated our lives are such multifarious things that it's hard to dissect any one thing apart from everything so you look at the good times um and you're there because of some bad times too you look at the peaks and they're only peaks because there were valleys um so I think about what I'm passionate about and I think about what drew me to those things. I think about what my purpose is and I think about the battle that I had to go through to discover that. Um, I'm really passionate about people knowing they belong, people knowing that they are worthy um, and encouraging the power of community because those are things that I've I've struggled with um those are things that I had to go through difficult moments of of identifying myself um I mentioned before like growing up in a very rural community I as a queer man of color um I've been wrestling this idea of intersectionality a lot and being on the margins of different places makes you feel that there's a lack of belonging sometimes, especially when you look out and see a very like homogenous world. And I, I, I look at why I'm so passionate about creating community, about being um, a conduit of connection. It comes down to that idea of feeling alone so often about not having support in different areas of my life. I think about um, those moments that instill your empathy. You're, you're able to do what you're meant to do because it resonates in such a place. Um, you have the tools through your experience to make it easier for someone else. You know, I was able to be um, a counselor um, with the Trevor Project, which is an incredible organization. It's the the nation's largest not-for-profit serving LGBT youth and being on the lines as a crisis counselor with kids feeling like they had no resources, feeling that they have no support or accountability um, or affirmation was something I was so passionate about creating a place for that, being that resource for them, because I experienced moments of that, um, of extreme um, lack of belonging, um, and also being a person who's an artist. I think I talked a little bit before about 
you're in charge of your personal brand. So often that comes up to your identity, you know? You there then have to like market and capitalize off your identity. And all these voices are telling you like, you're this. Being um, a person who is multiracial, being like, you're not black enough for us. You're not Asian enough for us. You're not white enough for us. You're too white for us. You're too this, that. It takes a lot of of resilience to be like, actually, I'm the only one who really gets to dictate what I take ownership of. And for so long, again, you know, your good can be a defeater of your great. I spent so much of my life collecting things that I thought were good, things that I could like outwardly direct my worthiness to. Say, I am a good, worthy person that's lovable because I went to a fancy school or I'm a person that deserves respect because I'm talented or I'm lovable because I got this award or did that. And then at the end of the day, you come down to a place where you can't stand on those things. You have to stand on your own worthiness apart from anything else. And that's such a journey. Um, so I think about how that work and those deep, deep um, valleys informed the moments that I'm able to take ownership of. You know, when you take ownership of your story, of your identity, you get to step out in courage. And then the world sees someone else. And then the world res like can respond to that highest version of yourself. And that's where success comes from. You getting a response from something that means something to you, you know? Um, so that was very verbose and long-winded <laughs> no, answer no, no. something. No. I'm like sitting, my jaw's like, I know. I'm in like awe. It's like salivating. Yeah. I'm like thinking to myself, like I need to like record him more so I can just sit here and listen to you when I'm like feeling down or something. I'm like, damn, get, I this, mean, get this man a talk show. <laughs> He's just sitting in the orange chair. Yeah. I think it, it is something to be said that like, you know, I talked about my cousin again. I don't know why he keeps coming up, but like <sighs> through his passing, I learned that everything doesn't have to have a reason, which coming from a person like of faith too. And like coming from like a certain like ideology, it's like everything has a reason. There's a purpose to everything. Even being an advocate for purpose, like each person having a purpose. I also like, realize sometimes you don't need to know the purpose the, or why the reason happened. or the reason doesn't have to be revealed to you to know that there's still opportunity there by it, that do you mean that you, you or one should learn to accept that things can be arbitrary and that's okay or do you believe that everything does have a reason you just don't need to go searching after it I, th I think it's somewhere in between i think you need to be able to identify what serves you and what doesn't so sometimes we can contemplate or spiral in that which we 
can never know. And that might not serve you moving forward. And perhaps the answer that you actually needed was about taking the next step and continuing to get beyond that moment to then see, you know, but sometimes there aren't reasons for. Mm -hmm. It's almost like sometimes people get stuck in trying to find a reason that something happened or a reason why this happened to me and, or, you know, happened to them. But rather than getting stuck in that focus of finding a reason, taking the next step forward and, it's going to come if if there's a reason or, or whatever it may be yeah it's going to come you don't you can't go searching for it yeah there's that's something i learned like very tangibly this past year of my life that that i might not know the reason why but there's still opportunity available i was a part of the broadway company of aladdin and i had been doing all of this work developing a new musical um, that was very exciting that I was able to book and be a part of. And I had to make the difficult decision to either stay with this long-running show Aladdin that would provide stability and do all these other things or be a part of this new exciting work um, that, you know, there are always risks. But... I realized that there's, there was a point to me moving to New York to pursue this. And I could have done a lot of other things if I just wanted stability. But I'm an artist and I want to create. So let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. So I put in my notice to leave Aladdin. And in my second to last week there, I ended up injuring my back and herniating a couple discs. And I therefore had to be replaced at Aladdin, which which I was because I put my notice in, but also at the new show that was coming to Broadway. So here I am. I've I've gotten all this success as a performer, as someone that uses their body for their livelihood, for their career. And here I am. I can't feel my legs. You know, I can't do what I'm trying to do (laughs) and in that moment I also like lost all of this opportunity but it came to a place where I was like this is terrible like depression you know like being in that place and then I realized that I can continue to spiral in my circumstance or I can show up for my possibility And I didn't know what it was going to look like, but I had two, two choices and I kept moving forward and, and moving forward. And it's crazy to think about, I guess, the power of manifestation sometimes. But when I was giving my notice to Aladdin, I I told my managers that I'm okay taking this risk and the uncertainty of taking this show out of town before it comes to Broadway, there would be a huge gap between when it was out of town and coming to Broadway that I wouldn't have any work. And I told them it's fine because when I get back at the end of the summer, this show Once on this Island will have won the Tony for Best Musical. And that means that they're going to have extended life 
when I get back to New York that they're going to need to hire somebody else. Um, and they're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what's crazy is by me stepping forward and being like, you know what? I'm going to rehab this injury. I'm going to like just take the next step. I'm going to take the next step. I was here through the spring and I was here through the summer and that show once on this island ended up winning the tony for best musical and they needed to hire somebody else and i was here instead of away it happened a little bit earlier than i thought and also somehow i booked the show like so it's crazy that like if the injury didn't happen i wouldn't have been available for the opportunity that i declared previously not knowing any of this and there's your reason you know it's like i didn't need to know that in the moment i just needed to like continue to show up with the trust and the faith and belief that there still is opportunity for me and it's like you putting a vote in for your worthiness you know you're saying i don't know what it is but guess what i've been placed on this earth therefore i have a purpose therefore i'm worthy enough for something in the future yeah, and I think uncertainty is actually a good thing. It could hey. be, yeah. <laughs> Talk on it. Well, I mean, from personal experience, I recently just uh, quit my job. Yes. We're, we're, I, mean, we're, we're, I don't know why I got no, excited. It's a good thing, sorry, it's a good thing. But uh, yeah, we're recording this on a Saturday. Yesterday, Friday was my last day in the office. I'm trying to pursue more of what I want to do. You know, I, had, I, just, I got the job straight out of college. It was... I guess you could say like my dream job. I was doing what I loved. I was filming every day, but it was in a corporate setting. It wasn't something I was super passionate about. So, um, yeah, so I quit my job. And I, I think what you're saying about uncertainty, it's, it's the uncertainty that acts as a motivator and it's a driver Mm. to want to work harder and, and do better and be presented with more opportunity Mm. to, to do more of what you love. Yeah. So I think, uncertainty is is a great thing absolutely but you also have to believe in yourself mm-hmm. there's that's this, a huge thing there's this concept of liminality that i i'm gonna have to <laughs> i'm gonna have to google that word <laughs> i i i know i bring it to like this this place um it's a culturally anthropological um concept that one too <laughs> I studied anthropology in college and there's this concept that I was obsessed about of liminality. So limen is the Latin for threshold. So like a door. When you're stepping through a threshold, you are not inside and you're not outside. So you're betwixt and between. And that period of liminality or being betwixt and between, being in a margin, being in that in-between space is actually a formative place in every rite of passage of our life. I'm not this, I'm not that yet. And that's the place of discovery. And it's so exciting because that's when we discover who we are. Um, So if you look at any like, special moment there's like a period where you're letting go of who you were and you're about to step into who you're gonna be but you're not there yet and you're in this place between and that's those profound moments of self-discovery and that's that moment of uncertainty where you actually learn about yourself it's so terrifying and it's so exciting but that space between terrifying and exciting means that you're on the right track 
That was like an award-winning wow. elaboration. Yeah. I'm just, That's amazing. I'm like, I'm so pumped up for in like in my insides. Yeah. Like I'm like, amped. Like I'm like in your inside. Yeah. Like I, I'm looking down. I'm like, damn. We've been talking for 50 minutes right now. Like I just want to like keep 15. going. Yeah. yeah. I, but yeah, man. Adam. I mean, there is no growth without being uncomfortable. And, Ooh, and those, those jokes, speak on it. <laughs> okay, he's on a roll. He's on a roll. Keep going. And, I mean. It, in those in those moments like you said that's where you you find yourself and i think a lot of the time that's where you find your passion mm. is in those uncomfortable moments where you you're you don't know where to go and you're just doing what you love yeah what are you left with exactly there's in nothing else moment. but to do with what you love yeah oof that's hard it's hard lessons though it, yeah it is hard nobody lessons. wants that that's what's crazy is everyone wants it quickly <laughs> and yeah. nobody wants to go through what's required of it so it's a hard it's a hard lesson to learn and it's very like you know you can look back and like talk to somebody like going through it and being like it's gonna be so much better like blah blah blah. but like you can't you can't possibly like think that it's just easy absolutely you know? i think we are this this generation of people who you know, are sort of fueled by immediate gratification yeah. and, and what you're doing and what you're about is sort of the antithesis of, of that. And I think that that's, it's, you're refreshing in that way. And I think that, you know, I hope, I really hope that people listen to this and, and feel as inspired as we are listening to this because I mean, oh, I was about to curse. Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? I was about to curse. Uh, <laughs> I'll end it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, as you were saying, Adam, it is, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do to chase your passion. And so a lot of the time it's, it's going against the grain chasing mm -hmm. your passion. But I think you have to choose your struggle. You either go with the grain and you, you're not happy with your life or, or, con you or just content with your life right. or content yeah. Yeah. or you chase your passion and it's going to be difficult and it's going to be hard. And a lot of people are going to I, and it's it's just you know I, and a I lot wanna, of was, <laughs> you're gonna curse too yeah it was <laughs> good i'm not alone is that a, is it, are we allowed to do that we want to keep it pg right i don't i mean i, I don't know i don't yeah but what i was gonna say is a lot of people are gonna give you shit for it yeah. maybe your maybe it's your parents maybe it's your significant other yeah people are gonna get down on you and tell you what do you what are you doing why don't you get a, a normal job yeah you know we're hardwired for um, safety and security. And um, I think even the structures of our family, I was, yeah, like yeah. it's hardwired for people to look out for people in what is foreign. It like, it like makes people think that's unsafe or it's like risky or you don't have the answers and people come from that place of love, you know, but yeah, there's always going to be those voices saying like, don't do that. And you have to be the one to be like, don't do that because of what, because you've never done it or because it's actually wrong. And you're the one who has to figure that out. Yeah, man. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, it's, it's, everything is just so exciting and, you know, I, I think I like touched on this before, but there's so many people that are just content, you mm. know, and they're going to live the rest of their lives content with their life. And that's okay. 
You know that you, you can't can't force everyone to realize that there's more to li- life than just living. Um, but it just makes me that much more grateful that I've chosen the opposite of that. I, yeah. I, I've chosen a path of of not being content. I've chosen the path of pursuing passion, pursuing my dreams to find a, a you know a purpose. We all kind of talk about it all the time. The three of us, you know, we we are here for something bigger than ourselves. Um, and we're figuring that out. Um, and, and you know, this conversation has just brought so much gratitude of people don't get that opportunity. People, some people never even try to pursue it. And I'm just so grateful that I am, you know, and it's, it's powerful. It's, it's a powerful thing. Yeah. You saying that just makes me think about how close the words content and fulfilled are but how different an experience they really can be um there's there's like i said before there's no answer there's no rule book we're not given the rule book on what opportunities we should take we're not given the rule books on how to support the love of our life we're not given the rule books on how to move through grief we're not given these answers but in going through it and being courageous to step into it, we discover who we are. And when you discover who you are, then you have legs to stand on, Mm -hmm. actually. All right, so unfortunately, we definitely have to start wrapping up because we are reaching our capacity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I'm actually, I, I probably, I'm not alone when I say this. Um, definitely love to have you on again in the future just to regroup and, um, you know, even if it's just a podcast and seeing where you're at and, you know, you're... Ex- oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to um, be for the haters? Do you want to be part of us? <laughs> our fourth member? I'll be the moderator for the reunions. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but, yeah, I just want to thank you for welcoming us into your home, um, a little bit more into your life and, you know inspiring me to continue what I'm doing because man, it can be a struggle sometimes. Right. Um, but you know, thank you so much for coming on and opening up and, you know, talking to us a little bit about your life and your, and your beliefs and your passion. And, and it's been just truly a great experience. Well, thank you all. Yeah. Adam, thank you, thank you for just being you seriously. Yeah. Super inspiring. Uh, if I could awesome. just ask one more thing, if you could, uh, you could, Sing us away. The b- <laughs> <laughs> Please serenade us. What are we singing? ABCs. No. <laughs> if you could just give us a little jingle. I don't know what you jingle. could. You could sing the for the haters for the song. For the haters. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, quick one. It just goes for the haters, for the haters. <laughs> Come on, do on, it on the now or later. Now or later. <laughs> okay. Ready. One time only. Deal. Better make it good. For the haters, for the haters, come on, do it now or later. For the haters, for the haters, come on, do it now or later. Yeah. <laughs> Jamming out. Yeah. Woo! I wish I could sing like that. <laughs> I know. All right. Amazing.
All right, guys. Um, if you're still here and listening, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment on everything. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Just show us some love. Visit our website. Share your story. We want to hear from you guys. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Go thanks see Adam's show. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. go check him out on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adam's Adam's link will, links uh, will be in our description if you guys want to check him out as well. Yes, Adam at Adam underscore Hindman. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> Wait, spell that H-Y. just so people know. Oh, at A D A M underscore H Y N D M A N. Bang. There it is. Go, go oh, perfect. Give him a follow. All right, guys. <laughs> Super inspiring. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And uh, remember, do it for the haters. For the haters, for the haters. Come on to it now or later. Whoa, uh, uh. It don't matter what your name is, share your story, they'll be waiting, God.